The following podcast contains adult themes and adult language. Listener discretion advised. And although we joke, if you or someone you know is affected by or a victim of domestic violence, dial 1-800-799-7233 or visit the National Domestic Violence Hotline's website, thehotline.org. It's always the it's always the husband. It's always the husband. I'm on Hi, everyone. This is Sarah. Hi, it's Megan. You are listening to It's Always the Husband podcast. Hi, welcome. Welcome. And again, if it's your first time, thank you for giving us a try. And if you've listened before, thank you for sticking with us. Appreciate. <laughs> Preach. <laughs> Much oh, appreciate. Right. Much appreciate. This might be. There's, I think a cat yeah, hair on my microphone. Probably. That keeps There's dog hair on every part of my house. My nose. I, mine does that too. This may be our last time recording in the kitchen table studios. I don't know. We got to. Let's take a picture just to we memorialize. It's our last recording. We this are making a studio in the downstairs studio. <laughs> soon moving um, um moving down instead of up and <laughs> <laughs> yeah we're moving on down <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> to the basement yep. and then i'm hoping dear listeners that once this formica yeah wood table gets cleared off that i can drive sarah down to the old furniture mart i don't know and we can buy something. There may not be um, a replacement of this quality that I can find. Can you, can you just tell everybody what you told me about how you're moving, the, what you're moving out of your basement <laughs> in order to make you guys, this make is unreal. Downstairs? Unreal. Our coffee table downstairs <laughs> is my old kitchen table that Jamie just sawed off the legs to make short. <laughs> Listeners. <laughs> listeners this is real this is sarah's real life her coffee table and i'm an adult was sawed (laughs) off kitchen table (laughs) that was old kitchen table and this is new kitchen this one is new (laughs) it's from 1969 it's brand new where did this come from it was my grandma's oh i mean i'm sorry that i've been well, uh, clearly it's shitty. It, it's but, not shitty. It's a great card ta- card playing table. Yeah. It would I, be good for a card table. I like the slippery. feel of it. Yeah. yeah. But it's just, I mean, someday, Sarah. Maybe. Right? Someday, maybe. <laughs> but uh, for now, the sawed off old kitchen table is in the garage now because be taken away. our studio is moving downstairs right and I we know. have real chairs we have real new chairs real so i won't chairs, be sitting on this folding real desks chair anymore yeah real desks so i can put my dolly parton yeah words of wisdom books we're gonna have it, all our stuff there we should have our patreon's names up on a board yes. each time we get one we'll put them up oh my god yes. yeah we'll put a we'll have a nice little shrine to our patreon i know since it's all due to them oh and we'll a place to keep our safe 
hexagon glasses yes. that we wear now every yeah, time we record. Glasses. Hot, we're wearing our hot glasses, Gina. listeners. Yep. If you're new, sorry, you have no idea what we're talking about. Go back and listen. We promise yeah, <laughs> you'll love it and you'll totally you'll understand it, everything yeah. we're saying. Okay. Or we started, we watched a new show to us. It's new to us, but it has three seasons. Of course, it's on the ID network. You guys. It was recommended by Patreon Sarah Garcia. Sarah. Yes. <laughs> and it stars Susan Lucci. So already you're winning. You're mm-hmm. winning because Susan Lucci is in yep. it. Susan Lucci and murder mysteries. So some episodes have two mysteries and some just have one. So the one we watched had two. So we're doing the second episode yes. in this. So if you are going back to find it, right. you'll start watching it and you'll be like, these bitches were high. Right. This isn't even the right story. But it is. Yeah. Just wait. So yeah. Some of them have two. This is called, the show is called Deadly Affairs. And again, it stars Susan Lucci. She's kind of a narrator. Mm-hmm. She is not reenacting the murders, even Mm-mm. though that would be glorious if she just reenacted every part. She <laughs> still is acting, though. Yes. It's not like, she, right. like she's, she's wearing so lingerie yeah. and like, hello. Right. Yeah. It's called Fatal Finale. I think it is season one, episode one or two. Episode two. two. Yep. So it's right at the beginning. This one, this one was great. The show is so campy, really um, campy, yep. just really hammy, and it's just marvelous, marvelous. But again, a mixture of reenactment and real right. interviews, yes, yeah. which we like because we like yep. to see the real people. Yeah. We like to yeah. see the real crime scenes, and then of course the reenactments are what it's all about, <laughs> all the time. The crime. And this one takes place in 1990. So we have gone back to 1990 quite a few times, 91, 89. So I thought I would do, again, something a little different and just do some events that happened that year and run them by Megan and see if she remembers. Um, it There were some major things and some, of course, weird ass things. I'm really, I'm nervous about this. I hope I remember. All right. Okay. What is mo- what I figured would be most important to you? which would be that the sci-fi channel started. (laughs) So your desire to watch eight-headed octopus versus 10 penis shark started in 1990. I didn't even know it. Mary's Frankenstein. I know you love that one. Again, I was still only getting my three channels, but of course, once I made it out into yes, college, the into the real world, your life. Yes. Oh my god. Okay. Um, it said Desert Shield began, mm-hmm. and I didn't even know anything about it because I was ninth grade and couldn't have given two shits. And I wanted to say, what was the difference between Desert Shield and Desert Storm? So I had to look it up and Desert Storm was when actual combat. We, yeah, began. we like dropped bombs. And Desert Shield was the buildup. Yes. We were For the Gulf War, to which seems like it just all sucked anyway. Shield or protect someone. Yeah. From Kuwait something? or Iraq, Saudi Arabia, all in there. I don't uh, know. I don't know, sure. and I don't remember, but oh, I remember. I, I remember, but I didn't pay much attention. I don't think. But I guess I never really knew what we were doing. I don't know. I Me mean, neither. I knew Saddam Hussein was bad. Yeah, 
I thought that he was because sometimes people said that. I didn't pay attention to anything. That was about it. Ever then. Ever. I couldn't get Wanye Morris out of my head. No, That's all I yeah. cared about. You were just boogieing down, boozing. <laughs> <laughs> On them country roads. Yeah. For space nerds, the Hubble Space Telescope was launched. It is still taking pictures. So if you go to NASA, NASA's website. Oh my God, Sarah. Which everyone should go visit NASA's website. All the time. Those are pictures belonging to you if you are an American. <laughs> And the Hubble's pictures are incredible, like absolutely amazing. These are pictures of outer space that you can see. That I mean, it's incredible. And people don't even know still that there are people living in outer space right now, 24-7, in the International Space Station. I didn't know that because one time at our secret job, we talked. We talked to them. We talked to, to an astronaut who's living in outer an space. An astronaut. That's incredible. And the Hubble Space Telescope was brought up on the space shuttle Discovery, okay. which the shuttle program no longer exists because now they are going to Mars and doing the Artemis mission where we're going back to the moon by 2024 to explore. Oh, oh I'm sorry. I just fell asleep a little bit. <laughs> God. What a terrible person. Um, what is that? Do we have the Space Force to help us now? I'm sure. Or what? They're going to bring up... <laughs> Is the Space <laughs> Force up... working on Mars? I don't know. Oh. They're going to be security up there, I guess. I wonder what they're doing. Okay. <sighs> Idiots. I can't wait to see. Okay. So I maybe someday in the next week, I'll look at the NASA... They're beautiful pictures. Website. Yep. Okay. We, you can go and see what's happening on Mars even today. Curiosity and other rovers are on Mars right now. You can okay. see pictures on Mars. You can watch the sunset on Mars. There will be a new really? rover called Perseverance landing in February 18th that everyone can watch. Are oh. you just... Oh, look at Hubble takes portrait of the lost gallery. Gal- Galaxy. Uh, Nelson Mandela was re- released from prison in 1990 wow. after serving 27 yeah. years. Sucks. I do remember that being exciting. Um, and I also remember because of my favorite show, which makes me so sad now. The but Cosby Show. Yes. Well, and they, how they named Sandra her named her twins yeah. Winnie and Nelson. I know. And I, I would ask that. my dad, who? Is, why is Winnie and Nelson? Why are people laughing? And then my dad told yes. me who they were. Berlin Wall came down, reuniting huh. East and West Germany. Uh-huh. So maybe you're still at a school where East Germany and West Germany are on the maps, and you need to say, let's upgrade our maps. We need <laughs> We need new maps. We need new maps. These are from 1989. Right. We need new textbooks. Um, Millie Vanilli was discovered to be the lip-syncing cheat, which who cares? I don't know. I feel like it was devastating to me. I don't know. I feel like who cares? I loved Blame It on yep. the Rain that was foul and falling. I f- they should have just kept going and say, yeah, whatever. So what? <laughs> Everyone else does it. Everyone Britney else Spears does it. is a quadrillionaire. Tr- She's never sung live. No. God damn it. 
Uh, there was a formal ban on trading ivory in 1990, but I feel like there's still one elephant left. Like it didn't do much. I don't know. Yeah. And all the rhinos are like, the rhinos are pretty much almost dead all now. Yeah. Are there tusks of ivory too, or there's their horns? Oh, they have horns. They're, they go after their horn because I think because they put them feel in Chinese like they will medicine. Give them boners. Oh, it's like rhino horns will not give you a boner. No, absolutely not. It's like keratin, which is in hair and fingernails. Go fuck yourself if you think a rhino horn is going to give you any kind of a boner. No, because keratin's in our hair products, and I yeah, do not just put feel one bit around on your boner. No. It's the same <laughs> thing, Dick, and leave this poor animal alone, asshole. <laughs> same with ivory. Go fuck yourself. Uh, An elephant, and I donate to two yeah, elephant, you do. um, elephant sanctuaries every year so one is the sheldrick wildlife trust in south africa um and you can donate you can look through all their baby elephants and they do have some baby rhinos they're all orphaned that they fly around and find um orphaned elephants and bring them and they have a tiny nursery um you you shut right up yeah you can adopt (gasps) one and then they give you monthly updates on your little elephants and people make little tiny they crochet blankets and send to them and then they sleep with little blankets no Um, they each get their own little blanket when they arrive that people totally just donate that's the only reason they have them and their keepers have to sleep in their little stalls with them for like the first days they come because they're so scared. Elephants are real yeah. humans just in a big yeah, gray body. Yeah, they completely attach yes. to their keeper. Yes, and they cry when so, they die. Yeah. They're like, they're They real. keep them at the nursery until they hit like four years old. And then they go into like the little practice wildlife. They graduate like school. Mm-hmm. And so they go there for a few years. And, and then they when they release them, every time they have babies, they come back. And show their keeper, their no. keeper, their babies and their families. And they still come back all the time. So they'll put online all the time. Like, here's whatever, Gary, back <laughs> with his family. <laughs> <Gary>. Yeah. <laughs> Do you get to name your elephant? Because no, I know you're. Oh, shoot. Yeah. Mine was mine is Sana Sana. She's kind of a big girl now, but I've had oh, her for Sana, a few years. Sana Sana. Yeah. Um, but they're so cute and their stories are so sad, but I mean, they've released back into the wild tons and they take, they save the lives of so many. There's uh, quite a few really good ones in Thailand too, that they go around and try to rescue from weird circuses and things like that. Yeah. Too. Yeah. Um, I, um, am glad that you do that because I just watch holiday in the wild with Rob Lowe taking care of elephants every year (laughs) that's as good as it gets for me no i maybe i'll have to look into that didn't you post that on our page or something yeah i did the thailand one um because they just rescued a really injured elephant and she's doing really well and she spent her whole life in misery and now she's really happy and getting help and it's just so sad Mm. to bring everybody down sorry (laughs) sorry but no it's just like you can do some little money can do so much just to help and jane uh goodall i donate to of course um yeah that's about all i have for 1990 well besides the fat you know we were still wearing our 
probably multiples and multicolored over enlarged hideous clothes a spree and united colors yeah. of benetton i liked a spree i did too i had an esprit bag like a canvas school purse? bag oh and the esprit purse everybody had yeah i had the bag i had several of them what and were those watches that you would switch out the a swatch yeah, yeah. um i had one of those and then i had Remember, everyone wore the United Color of Benetton perfume. No, do you remember? I never that? wore perfume because I always got headaches. <laughs> I just stink. <laughs> I stink like butthole. Uh, oh my god! But I remember it. Yeah, it was huge. Yeah, that was that was my life. Yeah. All right. To get to our story, this one, you guys. I just. It was so weird. I loved it, but it was just so. I mean, I feel like it shouldn't have even been a story. I think maybe the lady should have maybe noticed <laughs> things were going on before the tragedy. I I have several thoughts about this, yeah. but I I really feel that sometimes women turn the other cheek or yeah, no blind, we overlook turn a blind eye. I'm not many sure the right. And I don't know why, because we don't want to change. It's hard to, your life is hard enough. You don't want to deal with starting all over again or changing something. A lot of times you have to block shit out Mm -hmm. and you end up, you forget the shot in the cooch, (laughs) the tits. So I don't know. You forgive when you really shouldn't. And sometimes you overlook what's blatantly obvious just because. I don't know. It sometimes maybe it just makes simple. you feel better. Yeah. I don't know. Well, oh. you'll get there with us when right. we start talking it, about this. It's very bizarre. And I have noticed it happening. And I watch a couple other shows now where I'm like, ah, that husband. I, I don't. And it's like, yeah. Okay. Can't even. We are introduced. To Nelda Mason. Yep. Nelda. Nelda Mason. <laughs> she has her friend. For, I didn't even write down the friend's name. Did I wrote down, down her name. Uh, her name was Winnie. That's right. Winnie. Yeah. So Winnie. Like Winnie Cooper. But Winnie is her friend. Get you now. This is friend. Winnie starts describing Nelda. First off, she describes her kind of saying she was kind of like me. She was middle-aged. Middle-aged, yep. She was not a fabulously gorgeous person. Well, really, I mean, none of us are. No. But when you say that, what you're meaning is she was nightmarishly ugly. (laughs) Why would that be the first thing that you say about your friend? She was not a movie star. Again, none of us are. And then at the same time as she's using these horrific words to describe yes. her friends, then they show a picture of Nelda. Yes. And she has horrid hot glasses on. I mean, the hottest of glasses. They are. With the, um. so the, what do you call these things? Like the ear? Yeah. With like the, the ear hole, the, the things that go around part. your yeah. ear were like down on the bottom of Terrible. the glasses. Yes. So they went down like below her cheeks and then came up around her ears. It was those kind of glasses. Like my grandma used to have right. those. Um, but not only was she wearing those horrible glasses, but then her eyes were closed. 
They picked the picture. The with hideous her eyes picture. Hideous. Let's put this on deadly affairs. Come on. And then not to even to make it worse, Susan Lucci voices over and says, Maybe Nelda Mason isn't someone you would mistake for a siren of the silver screen. Awful. Come on. Awful, Susan. How many different ways are you calling this woman a dog? <laughs> she had a butt face. Is that your butt or did your neck puke? Is that your butt or did your neck grow teeth? That's what I used to say to my sister. <laughs> Or is that your um, face or did your butt grow teeth? I think that's what I would say to her. Did your butt grow teeth? <laughs> Dumb. Dumb. Oh. <laughs> then Susan um, says she is a star, at least to her students. So this poor ugly bitch is also a teacher. Oh. Just the most suffering of us. We can only imagine yeah, we what can that only would be imagine. Like. That would be, I know that that is And then a I worst couldn't nightmare. figure out what she taught because in one scene she's carrying and dropping math, math books, books. But then they said science room. Right. They said she was a science teacher at a middle school. Oh. Talk about just in yourself in the bubble. Florida. No. Ish. So finally, the only compliment she gets is I think Winnie says she had an inner light. And her students loved her. Well, God bless. Probably, but you don't know. They hate everybody in middle school. Mm -hmm. You can't win. Mm -mm. We see her son, Edward. Um, yeah. Edward. Yeah. Yeah. Edward. Edward Uh, was an Edward. Looked like. Not Edward. Not a sexy Edward. Not like a vampire Edward. He was an Edward that goes bowling. Edward. Uh, not even Edward Scissorhands. I wouldn't even go no. as far as he was that attractive. No. Um, he looked maybe like someone who was on The Walking Dead who was just turning just into turning. a, a yeah. zombie, but not quite full on. Yeah. Newly fresh. Turn. Zombie. Yeah. Yeah. He talked about he did have I'm a great sorry, point. Edward. I'm We're, sorry. Look at us. Edward, you we're can wearing hot us. glasses. We haven't showered for days. We have. I have a rash all over my yeah. whole body. I have a Fitbit rash. It's starting to like oh. when you wear your Fitbit too much, you start getting a yeast infection on your wrist. Oh my god! Yeah. Well, so no. I have that. I still have you guys. Oh, I forgot to tell our dear listeners. I am on round two of prednisone for this itchy rash that I I've had since December. Um. Anyway, That's nightmarish. We should not be making fun of you, Edward, because my whole body is diseased right now. Terrible. But he talks about, okay, Nelda was married to his dad. Right. And he talks about how they had such a loving relationship. And he said the only thing that separated them was that his dad died of cancer. Yes. That's so sad. She stayed with him until the end, right. he said, and then raised the two kids. And pretty much just felt like she wasn't going to fall. Love yes. wasn't for her. She wasn't going to fall in love again. She was just going to be single. Well, my God. All friends are calling her. Yes. Fuck face. With friends like this. Jesus. Oh, God. She thinks she gets a new sweater from Walmart and thinks she looks <laughs> nice. Her friends just say, good God. <laughs> 
Where'd you buy that? At Walmart? She says, you are yes. Not. I'm a teacher. What do you think I bought it from? Where else would I be able to go afford? God. <clears throat> and then they all told her, well, you're not fabulously gorgeous. But... <laughs> you're not ever going to be mistaken for Angelina Jolie. <laughs> well, of course not. Nobody is. But let's go teach some middle schoolers. Right. And be in a thankless job where I make $17. About the periodic table yeah. of elements. Oh, then comes Charles, a brand new teacher to the school. Can you please tell, do you know what his last name was? Chumler. (laughs) I can't even Chumler. Who has that last name Chumler? Charles Chumbler. Chuck Chumler. Chuck Chumbler. Welcome, Mr. Chumbler. Chuck Chumbler. What was he called in high school you can imagine oh my god oh chumbles for from kentucky comes down to florida after a painful divorce yeah painful divorce he arrives in tampa to jumpstart his love life well charles stop being so horny at the school (laughs) gross pig (laughs) he is an english teacher so is Thought to be romantic with his words, loving poetry, literature, romance, reading Danielle Steele left and right. If that doesn't scream, I'm gay. I, I feel like I he might don't be gay. know what yeah. does. Charles then has an eye for Nelda. We see in the reenactment Charles, who looks like the My Pillow guy. He does. The reenactor. Yes. Nelda drops all of her math books for some reason that she's carrying, even though she teaches science. <laughs> Let's say I she was, was a science just teacher. Helping. There is no reason for me to carry math books down the hall. No. And if a math teacher asked me to carry their math books, I would say, go fuck yourself. <laughs> carry your own books and stay out of my business. Get bent. Yeah. Get bent and suck it. <laughs> Take your algebra and shove it up your butthole. Nobody uses this. Nobody, Nobody will ever does your use this. subject yeah. ever. Have you ever heard of a calculator? <laughs> Have I ever had to multiply exponents by and graph yeah. a plot? Fuck Meanwhile, no! the periodic table is used every day. <laughs> How many periodic tattoos do tattoo artists have to give all the time? You know what is used every day? Words. Words and books and literature. Oh, we read. We every, read. If I then, didn't have my books, I don't know what I would there do. Might be one, there might be one subject that's yep. important. You need to know how to read. And that's it. And Charles Chumbler was going to help you do that. Right. Charles was the English teacher that was going to save the day. Another friend of Nelda, I believe her name was Gladys or something. I don't know. <laughs> I have it somewhere. Carol, we don't know. Oh, yeah, the blonde one. The blonde. Yeah. She was yeah. An, uh, she was a writer, I think. Oh, yeah. She, she was, was like a, a newspaper, newspaper writer. Yeah. She said Nelda was probably lonely and... Opposites attract attract, in this situation because um, Charles was the extrovert, just like you. Yeah. Nelda was the introvert, like me, and opposites attract. It's so weird that they were science and English people. Not that we are. Not that we are, but. But if we were, those are two, yeah, two different types of subjects. Similar. 
Right. Oh my God, we're Charles. And then we're Charles <laughs> we're and Charles Nelda. And <laughs> Full speed ahead, said her nerdy friend, Wendy. Win- Winnie, Winnie, when she talked about their yeah. love, it no. just went from zero to 60 right away. Nelda was so um, happy that someone had noticed her, was paying her attention. This man was romantic. And then Susan Lucci busts in and says, snag him while they're still standing, ladies. Oh. Did you? <laughs> I wrote it down. because She so does what? fall after my theory of marry someone with one foot in the grave. Yeah, she does. That has yeah. money. Yeah. They I say go for still that. standing, but yeah. barely standing. Foot in the grave. Yes. Well, they're still standing on one foot. And then you have a pen in their hand and they sign Ladies, the will yes. over to you. Then you get married. Thank you. Yep. Nelda was really happy. She's looking forward to the rest of her life as you are when you're newly in love. The fall of 1987, they get engaged. Yep. And it's kind of a whirlwind. They get married, but they seem really, really happy until two years later when something quite... Uh, odd mysterious uh, mysterious weird totally bonkers what in the hell a man (sighs) arrives at their door ding dong okay nelda opens the door this is 1990 and standing there is a 24 year old young man a man nelda has never seen and is wondering, what in the goddamn hell are you doing here at my door? Well, this gentleman says, and in the reenactment, gentleman was very sexy. They did a kind of a pan up from feet to face. Yes. And he was he kind almost of smoldering, soapy looked, look. Yes. Yeah. He almost looked as if he had some eyeliner yeah. maybe yeah. on. Uh-huh. His name is Michael Kyriakis. Yes, Kyriakis. This is Victor's long lost son who yes. has come back from to come walked out of days of our lives <laughs> from the cruise of Nelda. deception yeah. and he fell off of the cruise on of the deception door. and arrived at Nelda's. man overboard was Bo Brady Bo was Victor's son right or Roman no Bo oh. I think was a Kyriakis like it would you like me to look it up yeah. Okay, keep talking, because um, Michael's at the door. Yes. Edward, uh, Edward now is Nelda's son. Edward the Walking Dead. Yep. the situation. He said that his mom called him one day and said, guess what? You have a brother. Edward was like, what? Like, <laughs> are you pregnant? <laughs> Mother. Mom, what? <laughs> You're like 65. <laughs> How did this happen? Um, Nelda explains that Charles has, just like from Days of Our Lives, a long lost secret son. This son was a product of a very secret affair that he had when he was married decades ago. And the son, finally at age 24, arrives to have a relationship with him. So Norma, of course, is shocked. She's in disbelief. She's very confused at this situation. And she really seems to have no clue what is going on. Neither do I, because I just read who Bo Brady's parents are. And he apparently, when it says Bo Brady, 
and you can look, it says yes. he's a fictional character on Days of Our Lives. He's the youngest of the Brady family. It says his mother is Caroline Brady. His parents, then it says underneath, parents, Victor Kyriakis, Caroline Brady, Maggie Horton. Maggie was like the... Why does he aunt. have so many Why would they put Maggie parents? Horton in there? And then Sean Brady raised him. Caroline Brady. Bo is raised as the youngest child of Sean Brady. Yeah. yeah. He and Hope's son is Sean Douglas, which is named after yes. both of the dads. And I always thought that was a stupid name. <laughs> <laughs> Sean Douglas. <laughs> anyway, if you didn't watch Days of Our Lives, I'm sorry. You should have. <laughs> you dumbasses. You should have. Michael's story is that he came to Florida to connect with his estranged father because he had cancer. Now, Norma is sensitive to the cancer story because she watched her own husband die of cancer. So she's very understanding. She knows that it's a terrible disease. Michael says that, you know, it's fatal or, you know, it's very bad. And so Norma decides to help him out, give him money. She gets him an apartment nearby. Charles and Michael quickly make up for lost time and seem to become inseparable, going out about the town in Tampa together constantly you guys. all the time. They showed a picture of these two frolicking about at the zoo or something because they had weird animals in their arms. And you take one look at the picture and you know what the story is. Why were they... Why that. Nelda couldn't get the hint? <laughs> I don't know. That's what I'm saying. Oftentimes, women are looking the other way when the gayness is looking them right in the eyes. These two are gay all over town. All over town. Oh, they both looked like Freddie Mercury. <laughs> like Freddie Mercury. Just both of them twin Freddie Mercury, my pillow guy mix. <laughs> All over town at the zoo. In lo- so in love. Yes. Where were your eyes, Nelda? <laughs> Why are you not seeing that your husband is wearing cut off jean shorts? He's, he's and his son UK. is also wearing cut off <laughs> jean shorts. And they're washing the car and suds and lathering each other up. Are you not just bringing them iced tea? What are you doing, Nelda? Have you never seen a TV show or a movie? Have you never listened to the village people? (laughs) Nelda. Oh. Now, at the same time, Nelda is not seeing the gayness. No. She notices, though, that Michael seems real healthy. For a terminal cancer <laughs> He's patient. He's not going downhill He's at just all. really full of life. Yep. Edward, the son now of Nelda, says Michael was a really weird guy. Um, yes. He, he said he wore black trench coats a lot. He was an odd fellow. Yep. And he used to... Um, well, then Susan Lucci, I said, interjected. And I found offense to this. She said, time heals. So Nelda is kind of upset. You know, she's noticing some issues in her marriage. Right. 
that she's but, married to a gay man. Yeah, she doesn't ever notice that, though. Oh, no, She no, says, no. time heals all wounds, but try telling that to a woman over 50. Yes! Come on! A woman over 50 does not mean you have a foot in the grave. No. J-Lo is 51, and she looks better than every other woman on the planet. My God, yes, she does. What are you talking about? Oh, try telling that to a woman over 50. Yes, Susan, we have, you're we over have, 50? Yeah, she's like 82. You're 100. You could still have a whole 50 years left. And let's hope it's without a man, too. No kidding. You don't need a man. Oh. So Edward is describing, or no, this is the friend Winnie, describes Michael as flamboyant. Hint. Yeah. Yep. Hint, And hint. then he used to say that he his jobs were military officer. Some days, private investigator, some days, and just random idiot jobs. And he would lie and lie and lie. And everyone's like, no, I don't think so, you idiot. And then he would often tell the story that he worked for the Greek mafia. Greek mafia? What? I, I, I mean, he literally, like, I feel like he does think he is a Kyriakis. Well... Which we'll find out. Yeah, we will. Michael quickly starts to wear out his welcome. Nelda finally is noticing that the romance in her marriage is really, as they say, starting to dry up. And so is her money. Her money is disappearing. Yeah. Just like Megan's diarrhea quickly shooting out (laughs) from her bank account. And it's gone. It's gone. As quick as it came, it is over. But then there's always more. <laughs> Not Nelda's money. No. It is gone. The, the money leaves. The diarrhea returns. returns. Her savings Unfortunately, are money is not like diarrhea. being pissed away quickly. She's getting very nervous. She confronts Charles and decides that Michael needs to leave. He needs to either find, you know, support himself. Get the, this is weird. He's an adult. All of her money is going to him. It's idiotic. Charles, of course, is furious, argues with her, takes offense. He totally loses it. The reenactment, he just grabs Michael and they literally disappeared for a while. Just took off and disappeared. Yeah. So right then, Nelda should have changed her locks, cut him out. I mean, just got a divorce. What in the hell? And then friend Winnie finally says, I really think she just had no idea what was really going on. I mean, I guess. Can you turn? She did not see at all the real story of what was going on. And the fact was that Charles and Michael were lovers. Obviously. So Michael was not his son. No. And they show that Michael was a teenager and was hired by Charles when Charles, for some reason, had a tobacco, tobacco farm farm i don't so when know. did he get his teaching light i mean i don't he went to college know. to be a teacher but then he was a tobacco farmer Do you and th- i i don't know what's going on when he was married <laughs> before maybe in florida you don't have to have a teaching i don't know you license? just show up in a middle school and say i'll do it and they just say okay okay no one else will. yeah maybe they show a sexy barn scene right out of a soap opera. I, cu- I couldn't even believe. You would die. I should have just filmed this it. This is when Lucci said, 
boys will be boys. Boys will be boys. So they show Michael as a teenager on a ladder, shirtless, yeah. sweating his balls off, yep. doing something in a loft. Yep. I don't know why he would be in a loft when it's a tobacco farm. I, I don't know. Do you put tobacco in the hay mow? I don't know. Maybe. Charles comes in and he has a red handkerchief and goes, boing, <laughs> and has the horniest smile and gets a super boner. So then he walks over with sexy music playing and gives his red handkerchief to the sweaty Michael, who is a teenager. And he's also, why is he showering in a barn? I or think something? he was sweating. He all just showering? rinsed him off. Oh. He like got his hanky wet and was rubbing his chest. Oh, I thought somehow they ended up in a barn shower. I was like, what kind of a I fucking barn is this? But okay. I think they were just all sweaty. <laughs> Nelda then a lot it was of just sweat. a real weird sex yeah. scene about with Charles and a child, Michael. And a red handkerchief. Right. Nelda is realizing that her marriage is ending. She's shit out of luck with her cash because her husband's stealing it all. She decides that she needs to change her will, get divorced, remove Charles, and kick him to the curb. So good for you, Nelda. You wised up a bit. Good for you. But as soon yeah, as she did this. Do, yep. Then. Charles gets wind that she's changing her will and he turns on the charm. I don't know what charm he would have had. I don't he know, but started he started reciting yeah. Shakespeare to her, probably. I Shall know. I compare thee to a summer's day? Thou art more lovely and more temperate. I say, you can say that all you want, but where is the money? <laughs> what money are you bringing in? Why don't you get rid of this weird son of yours? Yeah. They're cleaning the house. Son, yes. He starts paying attention to her and Nelda, I guess that's all she wanted. Just attention to be, just to pay I mean, attention to. are we to. starved for attention? Ugh, I don't know. Jeez. I wish people would just leave me alone I know. most of the time. Charles wanted Nelda to think that he really wanted to spend time with her. So he does, just pays tons of attention to her, trying to win her over again. And she falls for it. He decides to plan a trip just him and Nelda, no mm -hmm. Michael, to go visit his family back in Kentucky. So they go to Paducah, yes. Kentucky. Pa yes, yep. For Christmas. So he goes to visit, I think, his other children. Because he does have other children because he has, a, grandson. He has yeah. a grandson. I know. I wonder if he told them to like, hey, trench coat here is your, your brother. brother. I don't think. But trench did. coat wasn't invited no. this time. December 27th. So after Christmas, Charles decides to go on a nice outing, maybe a picnic, something. He takes Nelda and he takes his four-year-old grandson. Which is... Which is fucked. Wow, it's fucked. When you find out. Yeah. About a mile away from the family home to a barn, and they're going to pick apples and feed it to the horses, which is fun to feed apples to horses. It, I've done that, and they eat it all up, and they look so happy. It and, sure yeah. is fun. It's fun. Right? Nelda's happy. She's in an outing with her husband. The grandson looks happy. They arrive at the barn. Nelda's excited because she knows it is fun to feed horses <laughs> and pet horses and kiss them. They're fun. So she runs she with runs a basket of apples to the horse. Right so up excited. to the horse. 
Charles is lagging behind with his grandson. Reenactment Charles is like tying the shit out of his shoe. Yeah, it looks when like. the grandson is probably like, God damn it, I want to go I feed the, the horse. horse. Grandpa. I don't want you Fucker. tying my shoe, you yeah. weird asshole. Yeah. Then there is a shot from the woods. Shots fired. Charles grabs the grandson, dives to the ground. He stands back up again, looks at Nelda, and there she is, shot in the tits. Dead. <laughs> Shot, laying on the ground. Basket of apples spilled, horse disappointed. <laughs> Hungry as shit. Police arrive and all they very can say is... Very hungry horse. Very hungry horse. Yeah. Very disappointed and hungry. That there's <laughs> lots of blood. Well, you think... Yeah, because she got shot in the tits. Charles says a hunter probably just was shooting at a deer and just ended up shooting his wife. Well, the police thought that was a fucked idea because it wasn't deer season. No. And the barn and area that they were at was totally an open space where a hunter would have been. You could have. You were seeing what you were shooting at. It was could have been a mistake. It's not like you were in a wooded area. or No. no. It was a wide open area. So they knew right away his story was like just shit. They look around and the only two buildings in the area, as far as they can see, really, are the barn where the horses were and some shitty broken down shed. Right. The shot they figured out with trajectory and all that kind of shit must have come from the shed. It was about 50 feet away. And when they study it, they find all these fresh cigarette butts. What a dumb asshole. Right. And Michael was a big smoker. They show him smoking in the whole episode. I mean, DNA right there, you stupid fucker. All of your spit is on all of those cigarettes and you leave them there. I didn't even think of that. And why are you smoking in a barn? I know. What a dumb asshole. That is rule number one on the farm. No. Nelda's family and friends obviously are quite stunned, very upset to hear the news of her shooting death edward her son talks to charles and after he talked to him he said something wasn't right yeah so in other words edward knew charles's story was total horseshit too police bring charles in to talk to them and what they notice is that he has no remorse at all telling this story he's not upset at all and when they confront charles on it he just says i'm very dry Mm. What? Is this a vaginal lube commercial? I'm sorry. His reason for not crying is because he's so dry. I'm so, so sorry, Charles. You Um, are dry, so you can't shed a tear for your wife who just got shot? You're dry? (laughs) Who has ever said that? Even What? (laughs) Police ask you why you have no Charles Chumbler. That's oh, cool. if I was a police officer, I'd be like, I'm. I can't even, sir. I have to leave um, right now. <laughs> I have to leave, sir. No, sir. You are not dry, sir. You are a complete buffoon. Um, did you notice what county they were in? No. What? What did I? No. The county. It said on the door in one of the um, like I don't know interviews or whatever. They were in McCracken. Oh! 
McCracken. The lawyer McCracken. Ken County. McCracken oh. County. Oh. <sighs> Police run a routine background check on Charles and find out this dick has an outstanding warrant for robbery, burglary. So listeners, if you are in Florida, please check with your school districts on their hiring policies. If they are hiring people who have outstanding warrants. Absolutely not. Good Lord. They are desperate for teachers. Nobody wants to do middle school. Clearly. (laughs) There's also a second warrant in this folder for Michael, mm-hmm. who was his burglary partner and who was the victim? Michael's mother. I know. They robbed Michael's own mother. Investigators go to Florida. They start talking to Nelda's friends and all of them are very concerned and say stories like the problem started the minute Michael came onto the scene. They start looking closer at the relationship between Charles and Michael. They realize that they both stole about $100,000 from Nelda. Yeah. How does she have this cash? I don't. <laughs> oh, no. They said it was from life insurance from when her husband died. Some of it was. Good God. The poor woman. Just trying to have a retirement. No kidding. They used up all of her money. So they both decided they were going to kill her for what? Her insurance money. And it was only like $35,000, but you got double it. So you'd get 70,000 if it was accidental. So that's why they tried to make it look like it was just a hunting accident. Good God. They question Michael and say, were you in Kentucky and were you the shooter? Michael is a moron and says, no, I was in Florida. So they say, okay. So they go to his apartment search his apartment and find he kept the hotel receipts from his hotel Why? in Kentucky during the time she was shot. He kept it. And the dumb asshole kept the business card for a local gun dealer that he bought the rifle that he used to shoot Nelda. In his apartment, he kept it. He told the rifle seller that he was going to Kentucky to deer hunt. I can't even. The whole story was contained right there. Very simple. Why is he saving these things, Sarah? I think because he has a poop brain. He has poop brain syndrome. (laughs) It is severe poop brain syndrome. Wow. So Michael and Charles are arrested just Two weeks later, so this is a quick wrap-up because these two are dumber than piss. Michael is charged with murder because he's the one who did shoot the gun and kill her. Charles has got conspiracy. Michael's own mother testifies against him. Well, right, because he stole all of her fucking money. She's discussed how Charles and Michael talked about making a plan to swindle a wealthy widow out of all of her money. And that's what they did when they moved to Florida. Why are they talking about it in front of her? Because they're idiots. God, these people. And then to top it all off, Michael's real name is Michael Hale. <laughs> this dumb bitch took Kiriakis from Days of Our Lives. You really did. And I laughed out loud. I screamed. <laughs> so, I mean, the minute. 
minute he says Kyriakis, everyone's going to say like Days of Our Lives because there's no other Kyriakises in the world. That Only was the Victor. first thing I said. I wrote it down and I was like, is this Victor's long last letter? What a moron. And then we find out it really did come from Days of Our Lives. Like just the hammiest bastard there is. Also, during then they had pictures of these two yahoos during their court trial and whatever. Yeah. Idiots. And Michael was like, laughing and doing these like eye faces like oh yeah like having the fucking time of his life and his hair is long is a bald with a long hair yes it was a another bulky yes with the but it was long down to his back oh hideous monster and charles just looks like a weird creepy dude he's a weird fucker yeah (laughs) so charles and michael both are guilty they get life without parole yep for the first 25 years. But then these two take a plea. How do you take a plea after you're I'm already not guilty? Sure. I don't not understand sure. how this works. Something got fucked up. Because I think they appealed a couple Maybe. times or something. Charles then really only served 12 years. He was released in 2006. I don't even know what he's doing now. He can go fuck himself. <laughs> and Michael served 18 years. He got out in 2008. What? They shot up they just purposefully woman. tortured this woman stole all her money and shot her and killed her what morons how are they out i, I oh, don't know i can't i can't the, uh, this story was so terrible the show i did enjoy the show uh, yes so sarah uh, garcia thank you i enjoyed the show we will be watching more <laughs> i will and I forgot to mention that we do have two new Patreons. Oh, my God. We have Aaron. Welcome. Thank you very Aaron, much. Thank and you. Laura. We are so excited to have you. And Laura. Oh, you guys. Welcome, welcome, welcome. If you would like to be a Patreon and get extra um, stories, we have extra episodes just for you and on our we Patreon. apologize for those extra some episodes. of them are just terribly done <laughs> um <laughs> we will put up our new studio on patreon and show you pictures yes. of it and looks and so you can join um, um you can join our facebook group and talk with us and chat with us or our instagram and our twitter face as well group- our Facebook group is so funny. Yes. My favorite thing was the TikTok somebody <laughs> yes. who posted it where they said like, so and then he good. shaved her, he pulled all her teeth, he shaved her eyebrows, then he waxed her eyebrows. <laughs> <laughs> I was laughing so So hard. funny. They're the best. So oh, join. You guys, it's so funny. You'll love it. And share, tell friends to listen, all of that. Word of mouth is so great for us. We appreciate it so much. If you could give us a rating on whatever platform you listen to, we love that too. And we just love to hear from you or what you think. Um, We really appreciate that. This really is the only thing that brings us joy. It it is. (laughs) (laughs) It is. It is. Oh, um, so thank you. It. Thank yeah. you so much for being here with us. Yes. We appreciate um, it. Anyway, until next time. Yes. Have a wonderful day and just week. Just pay for the fucking divorce. Yeah, just get divorced. It's great, really. I mean, it's great. <laughs> you, you can't have it. a better day you than the day of your divorce. It. It's the best day ever. It is. Yeah. Bye. All right. Bye-bye. Bye.